What is going on awesome people of the internet and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm going to mix it up a little bit and I'm going to start this episode with a story. And this story comes from a couple of years back. It comes from 2017. And the whole the whole beginning of the story starts like this. It was my birthday and my amazing wife Lee had decided to surprise me with two tickets, not just two tickets, but two VIP gold standard top of the line amazing tickets to none other than Justin Bieber. And I know I get a lot of slagging for this and a lot of people take the pee out of me, deservedly slow, but I'm comfortable, I'm happy with it. Um, but yeah, she, she picked up two tickets to Justin Bieber and I, I really, really like his music and I've never seen him live. Um, so this was going to be an amazing festivity and I was over the moon, completely chuffed. And I remember the day, I remember the day pretty well where that lunchtime, myself and the Minicorp crew took a little stroll down to a place that we love on Bagger Street called Searson's. And Searson's does like this amazing carvery and food and everything. It's just real home, nutritious, gorgeous food with like slices of beef and gravy and broccoli and everything. It's just deadly. I love it to bits. Um, um, Myself and Steve decided to treat ourselves this this one lunchtime. And we decided to get ourselves two pints of Guinness. And we're going to have them at lunch. And I said, you know what? F it, it's my birthday, I'm going to have a pint with lunch. And I loved it. I thought it was deadly. Anyway, fast forward a little little bit into the future, back at the office, doing my meetings, doing my thing, um, just bossing through as much work as I could. And then I was going to meet Lee um, later on that day. So I met up with Lee, and one of my other birthday presents that Lee got me is I have this huge another man crush, I guess, <laughs> this huge love for a gent by the name of Casey Neistat. And he has these absolutely savage sunglasses. They, um, they're they kind of, well, there's a couple of different sunglasses he has. He has these ones that are like white and he they're really specific to him. If you've seen a photo of Casey with these sunglasses, you just go, it's instantly recognizable, you know exactly where it came from. But he also has this other pair that has this reflective purple kind of coating. And Lee got me these beautiful glasses where it had my name engraved on the side of it. So it said like B. Kenny on one side and Minicorp on the other side. They're deadly. I love them. So it was super sunny that day. And I was taking a stroll down Bagger Street with my wonderful sunglasses and just thought life was deadly. I was really, really happy. I had my wife, I had my new sunglasses, was going to see the beeps, everything was class. And so I'm walking down high on life and these like two, I, I can't really remember, but I think this one guy, and when I say guy, I mean more like a boy. He's about 12 or 13 years old, I think, maybe even younger, just snatches the sunglasses off my face. He was coming like the other direction. And he just kind of leaps up, grabs the sunglasses off my face, and then he pegs it as fast as he possibly could in the other direction to me. And you see, the thing is with me is that whenever I see something happening like that or wrongdoing, I like instantly react and react in a way of, 
gotta gotta do this gotta gotta fix this situation so back then i wasn't running at all but i pegged i ran as fast as i possibly could and my little legs would carry me and i finally caught up to him and i'm talking like i'm absolutely red in the face tired and i grabbed his shoulder and i put my hand up to grab the sunglasses and the dude just turns around and he clocks me straight in the face and I don't know, was he like a boxer or was he training or whatever, or I'm just a complete another wimp. But anyway, he hits me a, a box and straight away I just bang, hit the floor. And I hit the floor in a way, I think I actually went unconscious or something, but I hit the floor in such a way that my front teeth actually hit, took the, the, the majority of the force onto the ground. And what was worse is that he was with like 10 of his other little young buddies and they just proceeded to take kicks directly at my face to a point that like I was this bloody mess on the ground. It was horrible. It was terrible. Um, but for me, it wasn't the worst thing in the world because like I pretty much went unconscious straight away. But Lee, my wife, obviously caught up to me then and gets to witness her husband, this person that she loves on the ground in this absolutely terrible state. And I, I have to say, I just would not wish that upon anyone. I, I tried to put myself in her shoes and look at that situation and go, wow, you would want to be one brave mofo in order to look at that and then also to react the way that she did. So I think like a group of people surrounded me. Um, and yeah, I don't really remember a lot, but here's what other people have told me. People then rang ambulances and lots of people kind of, you know, came together to figure out and to fix the situation. I then jumped in an ambulance and was brought to hospital, which, you know, sounds like a pretty terrible situation. And when I got to hospital, I I don't remember anything, but then when I woke up, that's when all of the weird stuff started to happen. So the weird stuff being like... Um, I just had no short-term memory at all. Like I couldn't remember, I couldn't retain information. So every time that I woke up and I would see Lee sitting beside me, I'd be like, what's going on? Like, what's what's happening? And then she'd say, you know, you're in this accident, blah, 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 blah. And she probably had to go through this, this, this story over and over and over again. And she had to go back and see the kids and look after the kids after a while. And she really didn't want to leave, but like, you know, have to look after the kids. So she wrote this note and the note basically explained everything that happened. And so every time that I'd wake up, I'd read this note and I go, ah, that's pretty weird, but okay. That makes a lot of sense. And I guess as I kind of fast forward through that story, um, I was in hospital for like a good couple of days. I remember certain different nuances where like I would get up and go, try to look for the toilet, find a toilet and the halls somewhere, and then have absolutely no idea how to get back to my my bed. Like I I couldn't remember, was it a left or a right or where in the hospital? Why was I even in hospital? What's going on? It was it was mad. Um I've obviously done like a whole crazy amount of research into what actually happened. And it's 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 your brain's response to retain uh, the long-term memories, it shuts down the energy and the, the, the short-term memory in order to protect itself because it's seen 
you know, something violent was happening. It's like, okay, whoop, weird. Let's shut that part of the brain off until things kind of rectify themselves and then we'll we'll power it back up. And yeah, so it was a it was a really weird situation. And then obviously my entire front set of my teeth were broken and gone, so I didn't I didn't have those. And I had broken my jaw in two places, or the only two places you can pretty much break your jaw. Um, so then I had to get my jaw pretty much wired shut and then eventually go to a dentist and get all of my front teeth fixed up. And then I had to go and see a neurologist or yeah, lots of, lots of doctors about my concussion and slowly started this journey of recovery over a period of time. But the whole point, the whole point of me telling this story is, so I think I was in hospital on the Friday no, let me let me double check. I'm just going to pull open a calendar here really quickly. Um, so if I go to June 2017, I get a Saturday. Was it a Saturday? No, sorry, June 21st. So June 21st was a Wednesday. So the concert was on a Wednesday. But the whole point of this story is really because I want to spend an episode or episodes of this podcast talking about mental health. And what happened was I was in hospital, so obviously that night, and I was in hospital on the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. I was in there, like, I think for a good period of time. I can't remember exactly how many days. But the thing in Ireland is that, so in Minicorp, the salary run, the, the payroll for Minicorp, everyone gets paid on the 25th of every month. And I remember being in hospital, rolling over, um, looking for my phone or laptop or anything, really dealing with like some really pretty intense physical and mental issues after what had happened to me. And knowing that the one thing that I had to make sure happened is that I had to log into banking and do payroll for all of the company. And I just find that insane that when, you know, I was pretty down and, and out, like the, I don't think I've ever been at that level of down where like, I'm literally in the gutter, like I need to spend time recovering, recuperating, fixing, healing, all of that kind of stuff, but I have to get this done. And this is absolutely nobody's fault bar my own. And I want to make sure that this kind of message gets out there to the people that listen to this podcast. By me being the type of CEO or founder of a company where I want to keep all of this stuff so close to me, that I want to be the person who is, you know, doing payroll or doing all of these different services makes absolutely no effing sense at all. Every single bite, like it just makes no sense. There should be other people who can look after this stuff. The company has people in order to fall back on and to look after this stuff and to give me the room that I absolutely needed at the time in order to recuperate. And by me, just being the complete bottleneck in this entire situation has, you know, well, back then it would have stifled my my own health and, and re recuperation. And I think it's very, very easy to fall into this, um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a pit, but this, this feeling where you are the one who is carrying the entire company on your shoulders. 
And if you take your eye off the ball for two seconds, or if you even put yourself first for two seconds, the whole thing is going to fall. And I have spent God knows how much time and energy, I, I, I cannot explain it now, to a point trying to put the right people in the right places and removing myself as, as much as possible as that person, that, that thing who is a bottleneck or the, the one Jenga brick that if I get removed, the entire thing falls over. Because that just makes no sense. I'm hurting people by doing that. That means that if I fall over as a single point of failure, the entire company falls over, which means that all of the people who I am working for, the people, um, both my clients and the people who work in Minicorp, um, fail at the expense of my own stupidity. So I just focus like an absolute laser on making sure that that part of the problem was solved and solved as well and as healthy as possible. And now it's strange. I have these different, these periods where I get to read books and reflect and think and spend time with my family and just feel overall more healthy by knowing that I've built a distributed system within Minicorp where multiple people can kind of all come together and solve the problem in a, in a complete team-orientated effort. I can fall back on people. And I remember this one... So my favorite movie in the entire world is um, Burnt. And it's a movie with Bradley Cooper where he becomes a Michelin star chef, a two-time, mis- three-time Michelin star chef. Anyway, there is a scene. He, he was addicted to drugs and things, and then he's coming off them. And the the psychiatrist that he's forced to go to see turns around to him at one point and said, there is strength in needing people, not weakness. And I think, I think that that's an absolutely extremely powerful statement. And I wish more people, I wish that I learned it a lot earlier. There is strength in needing people, not weakness. And the company, myself, everything grows stronger, healthier, more vibrant by sharing problems, by understanding that it's not just me against the entire world, it's us tackling this problem against the entire world. It means something. And I'm so happy to have figured that out now. So um, a lot of these kind of trainings or, or ways that I've learned this have now fallen into different practices that I do in Minicorp. For example, when a new client comes with an idea or a concept or a product that they'd like to go on to build, I instantaneously have woven into the fabric of how we learn about their idea this this idea of of failure goals, of having some really healthy metrics that are woven into the workshop where you say, you know, at what point, Mr. and Mrs. Client, are you willing to step away from this product? You know, if you don't get to 300 users by month one, will you stop and will you call it a failure? If you don't get to, you know, 5K in recurring revenue by month three, will you stop? At what point will you walk away from the blackjack table and say, that's enough? Because constantly going back and constantly trying to to win, um, even though you're falling slower and or, or you're falling more and more behind, it just makes not a lot of sense. And to have that clarity, to have that ability to kind of like kind of, 
zoom out completely and and look and to realize that what would be the best way to explain this um that you should focus on the growth of a person or the people because the the business is just a block let me expand on that a little bit further so your your own growth as a person or your own growth as a team is paramount the business or the product is a, a byproduct of the people within that team so as a team collectively comes together and creates let's say um i'm looking at a pen right now so a company that that creates pens the the pen is just a business or it's an idea or it's a product that same team can take one step back or two steps back and say well we've learned so much from doing the pens why don't we do pencils or why don't we do another company or why don't we do a different product or why don't we do whatever but if if you focus on the growth of of the person or the people rather than you know just ultimately thinking that the business is the end of everything or or the business is just it businesses must be seen like blocks you you you'll have many different blocks over the period of your life but the people the teams that you get in order to create and craft and put those blocks together they're key like super key so focus like a laser on those i think um what else would be good i guess yeah i started to constantly ask myself this question of if i lost mini corp or if i lost it all tomorrow what would that be like and it sounds strange doesn't it like it sounds it sounds strange to ask yourself the question of going everything that i've well you know the last 3 years of my life that i've put into this company in order to build this thing if it was gone tomorrow what would that be like and and what would i do and it's it's crazy when you start to role play and 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 to kind of slowly walk down that path it's not as daunting as what you might think and you start to ask yourself um what are the levels of risk that i'm comfortable with for example um i would be extremely uncomfortable with the risk of not you know not being able to pay salaries so i make sure that within our accounts that uh, at every single point that we have enough in order to pay salaries for a substantial period of time and if that was to ever whittle if that was to ever start to go down further and further it's time to have a conversation with the team and it's time to say listen you know there's you know 3 or 4 months left within the cash flow of the company let's figure that out if you want to stay and see you know can we rectify the situation let's do that but if you feel uncomfortable in doing that and you feel like you would rather have the financial security somewhere else I completely support you and let's go and find some great companies. There may be connections or or people within my network that can help you to transition into a different job or thing and make this as seamless as possible. You know, to really come at it like an adult. And so by walking myself through if if Minicorp was to was to start to you know, wind down I then start to look at the different risks of what that could be and then you start to think about this overall healthier picture of of what that looks like and I like that. I think it's good to look at the demon straight in the face and say you I know you like I I understand what this could probably mean but I'm happy with that and let's try to turn you into a cuddly flipping animal instead, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um yeah 
And, you know, there's other levels of risk too. Like that's, you know, that's obviously internal to Minicorp. I feel that there's also levels of risk that I have towards clients. For example, the majority of companies that we work with are very early stage, like they're, they're concept stage. And it can be very difficult, especially in Ireland, to raise investment or raise a round of investment for an idea at such an early stage. And so some of the companies that we talk to or work with, they may have raised like money from family and friends. And, you know, you, you, you think about playing that out as an example. They, they have this idea that they believe in so intimately and they care about so much that they're willing to turn around to their family and friends and say, I think this is going to be a great product. Will you put money behind it? And those family and friends said, yes. And then they walk into Minicorp one day and they say, hey, lads, you know, you're a great product agency. Like we've heard amazing things about you. We want to go and build pens or pencils. Will you help us to build these products? And if we say yes, and we don't believe in the idea, and that money from those family and friends are used in our agency to to build a product that we don't believe in, i.e. to give this concept, this idea, not the best chance in life. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable with that risk at all. I'm not comfortable knowing that this this these people went out and tried everything they can in order to launch this product, launch this idea of theirs. And yet I don't have the responsibility or respect to decline building it on the grounds that I don't believe in it as much as they do. Because there could be another agency that does. And wouldn't that be better for the product overall? So I guess that there is these different levels of risk that I've started to now um, articulate to myself and to understand where I'm comfortable sitting within within that. Um, so yeah, and I guess overall, like it's a pretty powerful story or something that really means a lot to me. And I think mental health in general, when it comes to entrepreneurship, especially um, in Ireland, in a lot of respects, because people just don't tend to talk as much as they should, is a topic that should be discussed more openly. Um, and, and something that, you know, please feel free to at any point in any time talk to me about it. I've started to deploy some more healthy practices in my life in order to deal with it. And they come in the form of, you know, whenever I feel tired or whenever I've had enough of the computer screen, I go for a walk or sweet Lord above. I love filter coffee. There is something in my body that loves filter coffee. I think it is the bomb. And so I'll always um, jump out of the office and go down to any coffee shop that I love the filter coffee from. Like Reference or Brother Hubbard South or Joe's Coffee. There's like there's so many different good places around our office. Going down there, grabbing a cup of coffee and taking my time like just supping that bad boy and going, yeah, I don't know what happened in my life, but I've been afforded the possibility of having a beautiful cup of coffee and a lovely day and have a business. I'm a lucky, lucky boy. Um, other things that I do, you know, I go running. So it, it really helps me to have like a, a super healthy mind where I can think about things, reflect on a day, percolate ideas, 
Um, and everything that kind of sits in between that, like running, running can be my FU time as well, where I've just had like a shit day and, um, the run helps me to just get it all out and go, get out, you whatever, you know, anyway. And I guess one of the bigger points out of all of this is to talk with others for some reason. Um, before that accident, before, before all of that started in 2017, I didn't have a huge amount of trust in my friends or in my in in the people around me. I don't know why. I really don't. Um, but now I, whenever I hit a problem, I'll tell people. Like I'll straight up just say, "This has happened. No idea how to deal with it." And maybe they don't either. But just just talking about the idea brings about solutions that you've never even dreamt of. And I don't know, maybe I was just too proud or something to to really get into it or, or thought that I was going to take on the entire world on my own shoulders. But anyway, you know, it's definitely, it's it's savage to really share these ideas, hear what people think, know that people have my back and continue on from there. So yeah, that is, that is this week's episode. So I hope you really enjoyed it and thank you all very much for the feedback. Um, I've been loving it. I really have on on Twitter, on Instagram, on all of the social medias, as they say. Um, and and that said, you know, it would it would be a huge favor personally to myself if you would hit those five stars. You know, give me some reviews, give me some gold. I'm gonna really start working on getting some good podcast guests on soon as well. Um, I'll probably do a podcast guest once per month because. Who wants to listen to me every single week? <laughs> um, and yeah, working on some other treats and things. I think this podcast is going to be pretty epic. Okay. Thank you all very much for listening. I hope you have an awesome day. And I really, really mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you have things that you'd like to chat through, and I'm not talking about, you know, they don't have to be like really weighty stuff that you're dying to get off your chest. Just things. You know, like we have phones. I work in Dublin City. I travel around a lot. Send me a message on any single social network you want. I'm I'm down for coffee. I'm totally down for coffee. Filter coffee only. <laughs> okay, thank you all very much. Peace.